welcome back to Red Denton. This is the uh, basically only socialist podcast in Denton, and I will die on that hill. Uh, I am Chris. And I am Atlas. No Bella today because they're asleep. Um, today is going to be a little shorter, but we are going to do a little different thing, mostly covering um, protests and protest etiquette. A lot of people tend not to know how to act at protests. They, they kind of get ahead of themselves. So first, let's get right into the news. Uh, Monkeypox, in case you were uh, still worried about Corona, uh, here's another one. Monkeypox is happening again. Apparently, the Biden administration is distributing, let's see, I, I believe it was 40, 40 million, 40,000. Oh, uh, the U.S. plans to distribute 144,000 monkeypox vaccines nationwide. Uh, on top of nearly 60,000 vaccines distributed last week. Uh, I uh, went on... N no, I didn't went, go on NPR. I went to NPR and listened to an article um, saying that this is mostly coming from, um, first of all, Europe. Because fuck Europe. Always, always giving us the worst shit. Ugh. Um, uh, also, interestingly, it is coming from uh, sexually active gay and bisexual men, men who have sex with men. Um, hmm. When I first read that in like the Fox 4 local news article, um, I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Thatcher, you're supposed to be dead. Um, but apparently it did like come from a um some party that happened in Europe and it is a disease that's mostly spread through like intimate contact um from like even just shared clothing or bedding but also through bodily fluids and um thing like any fabric that's touched a monkeypox sore uh the first uh case of monkeypox first presumptive case of monkeypox was discovered in denton uh, a day ago so yeah another disease to worry about yeah um i wasn't i it, like if i had a 2022 bingo card i probably would have banked on there being like a space for some other uh, widespread disease. Um, I don't think I would have had it down as monkeypox, though. Um, like the more I say it, it like it sounds like a made-up thing, like monkeypox. Yeah, it does. But uh, then when I think about it, there's also chickenpox. So I'm like, okay, well that one everyone knows about that one. So I guess we're just. We're just blaming animals for our poor public health system. Um, so the symptoms, in case anyone is, you know, worried about it, um, will be like a rash, uh, swollen lymph nodes, muscle pains, fever, headache, shivering. Um, 
I always hate it when they have like fever and headache and muscle pains because that just makes it seem like it makes it easy. It makes it easy to do WebMD and be like, oh, I have monkeypox, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the thing with Corona when that first started. Um, but at least with monkeypox, like there's also like a skin rash that's like also supposed to happen. So hopefully that'll um, make it a bit easier to not attribute every little chill or headache you have to monkeypox. Um, but yeah, uh, another disease to worry about in a country where we just can't fucking afford healthcare. Well, yeah, we may have, uh, we may have monkeypox here in Denton, but we also, uh, have a new Starbucks union. Oh, we do. We do. Yes. Um, last, uh. Well, not last week, um, on June 30th, I believe, is when uh, the, uh, the Starbucks here in Denton on um, Razor Ranch, uh, it, um, it accomplished its mission. And they are now a, another unionized Starbucks. Um, we're the first, uh, like, uh, the first city in the north texas dfw area to have a starbucks union um there are a few other uh starbucks locations in dallas and fort worth that have um either started the process of um moving forward with a union vote or are uh otherwise contemplating it but um as of now uh, City of Denton has the honor of being the first to actually go through with it. Um, so that was really cool to see. Um, the vote was a uh, seventeen to five in favor. Um, it was uh, like um, streamed over Zoom as well, so um, we had a few people uh, um, watching the vote online. Uh, we had a few people. Uh, showing up in person at the location for the votes. Um, and uh, there's a, a nice cake with Union Strong available for the people who showed up in person to celebrate with. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, some encouraging local news. Yeah, I am um, really happy. Like one of the, the one of the main goals of the Denton left here is to fucking get a good strong labor force and seeing um the starbucks union actually like make some gains here is really encouraging um that said it this is the starbucks union is the one on razor ranch in razor ranch off uh university drive i think there is another starbucks coffee shop here i'm not a big coffee guy but yeah um i believe there's one um uh closer down south on the loop like around the target um walmart area um yeah there's one on loop 288 and uh you know i mean there are also like a bunch in like the grocery stores around town like the albertsons and the kroger uh, but i don't yeah. know how um, 
like how those would count as a Starbucks store or if it's um, one of those things where like Albertsons or Kroger are like like licensing the rights to operate their own Starbucks. I don't know how that works, but um, yeah, no, I mean like in here in Denton, um, there are more uh, Starbucks spots that can be um, uh, unionized and pushed towards unions. Um, there's another one on a uh, uh, university as well. Um, now that I think about it, uh, just past um, the uh, Locust Street intersection, um, right near TWU. Um, and from what we've seen this past year with all these um, unionization drives happening, uh, not just in Starbucks, but like in other, um, with other companies and other industries, um, it really acts like a domino effect, like seeing um, another place in your town successfully form a union um, has tended to lead to more unions also being founded in that town. So I hope that this will be the start of that here in Denton, um, if not for the larger workforce, then at least for the Starbucks people here, because uh, Lord knows they should uh, get paid better, have better hours, all that good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, we do want to extend our congratulations to the Starbucks union, and we are really happy for them. Yes. Next up, uh, what else we got? Um, we have the uh, city council abortion measure. Um, some oh, more really positive, good local news. So, um, if you have not been following, uh, the, uh, city of Denton had a law enforcement measure that was put forth by Allison McGuire. Allison McGuire, probably the most, um, progressive person on the Denton city council, which is not saying a lot. A lot of the, the fucking people on the city council are like property developers, landlords, and, mm -hmm. Republican rejects. Um, Allison McGuire, I believe, was actually endorsed by the DSA at one point, or was a DSA member. But um, the uh, measure basically says that uh, a, when abortion is illegal, which it shouldn't be becoming illegal, what, like a week now? Um that the police are going to put it on the lowest priority when it comes to arresting people for it. So basically like jaywalking. Um, it's not exactly a huge win, but it is something. And a lot of it came from political pressure that was outside. There was a very large protest uh, or more abortion rally with a lot of speakers Oh, some Democrat speakers, but um, uh, some more radical that were saying, you know, fuck the Democrats. They had 50 years for this. Um, hey, look who came in. Hello. Howdy. We're, com we're complaining about Democrats. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, so the abortion measure 
did have this outside pressure on the city council of either pass this or it's going to get ugly. Um, there are like reports of police towards the end of this protest starting to put on riot gear, uh, getting ready for shit. Uh, there were some choppers in the air, uh, cop choppers. Uh, they even brought out their drone. The, the, the Denton police have a single drone that they like oh, to bring yeah. out for protests. Uh, it's really dumb and stupid, but, you know, if you have it, you might as well use it. Um, but the, the protest, like, moved from the kind of grassy area of City Hall into the... Uh, and then they moved into the pit, and then they moved in onto the, um, the glass of it start shouting at the um, shouting at the city council since apparently there was this fire marshal there with a ticker saying, Oh, well, we can't let too many people inside because of fire hazards and stuff like that. But there were also activists saying, well, we remember the old uh, no fracking in Denton days. Um, and this was never an issue back then. Mm. Uh, we, a lot of uh, speakers did come out. We did see Deb Armentor come out. We did see um, some uh, local union activists come out, all of them supporting this kind of measure. And it did pass uh, four to three, I believe. Yeah, um, it was... Uh... McGuire, McGee, um, Bird, and Beck in favor, and then the three no's were um, uh, Chris Watts, Jesse Davis, and Mayor Hudspeth. So pretty split along party lines. Um, no surprise there. Um, there was some initial um, grumblings, initial, like, uh, I'm not sure if I want to call them like rumors or something, but uh, there was um, a text exchange that Deb Armentor uh, shared on her Twitter right before the vote um, that was between her and McGee, where it looked like McGee may, um, may have been uh, swaying towards a no vote. Um, and of course that got Deb, uh, very riled up for good reason. And so she posted that on, um, on Twitter, uh, uh, the text exchange reads, um, from Deb, uh, there's a rumor going around that you were voting no on abortion resolution. If that happens, I will personally lead the movement to recall you. That is a betrayal of the people who supported you. Please answer me. And then, uh, Mickey's only response is don't do that and <laughs> yeah and of course uh deb responds no you don't do that because yeah uh that's exactly the response that any of us would have um so it seems like um whether or not that was going to be the case that mcgee was uh going to potentially be a no vote uh it seemed like the pressure from uh the uh the protesters outside the building and then online with deb 
putting McGee on blast like that. Um, it seems like that averted any um, like wrenches thrown in the works. So uh, the resolution did pass. And like you said, Chris, it's not a huge win, uh, but it is still definitely a win. And hopefully uh, more cities uh, around Texas can start like implementing their own thing like this. Are we the first in the state or the region to like implement this measure? We're definitely the the first in the region. We might, we honestly might be the first in the country. I mean, there's states that just it's it's still legalized because it's um, right. There's no trigger law, so I wouldn't really say we're the first. We're just the first in the region, not the assholes. I distinctly remember the um, arguments against the resolution in the um, the the live stream that happened while the vote was uh, being considered. That the arguments against it were complete like dog shit. With Ooh, do share. So uh, the main consensus was, well, this resolution was just brought forward to us too too fast. You know it. You know, we, we didn't get time to read it. We didn't get time to uh, to to talk about it as as a team. Basically, um, it was it was just it was just them being petty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just complete Well, yeah. that's like one of the Democrats like favorite plays is like the procedure play. Like everything has to be done. Uh, very like very deliberately has to go through the proper channels step by step very slowly and then of course that can often lead to things just not happening at all um Uh and uh yeah um moving on um let's see we can uh we can go over the the protest yesterday since it was a very large one Ooh, I wasn't there. You were not, but I was, and I wish I wasn't. So, um, I, I am a man. I am going to say that right now. Uh, this was a reproductive rights protest. I am a cis man. Um, I do not have uh, a uterus, it, but I am a communist, <laughs> and I do have some opinions. Uh, so I went with some comrades, um, one cis woman and two other cis men. We went there. Uh, we masked up as we should. We were prepared for if anything went down. Um, we were not planning on doing anything, but we were there if something happened. Uh, so we get there. Um, we see the normal stuff of people, you know, dressed for their um, for the protest, having their uh, signs, you know, having, you know, Pretty much the there there were people there with the hanger iconography, 
Um, there were people there with like the the red paint and stuff like that. Uh, which is a generally liberal thing, which we can call that out. But there was a cover band. This was in Dallas, by the way. This is in the, the Ga Dallas Garden Park, I believe that was what it's called. Uh, there was a cover band um, playing Alanis Morissette and Fleetwood Mac and all that shit. Um, it was... It, it seemed more like a music fest. Uh... PSL was handing out their May 2022 newspaper, um, which was a little weird for them to be just handing out a newspaper that was talking about May Day, of all things. Um, there um, were tents. Yes. Not to uh, interrupt you, sorry, but uh, PSL is that. Um, That's the party. Uh, uh, for so socialism and liberation. That's right. And they're... Um, Majority Marxist-Leninist. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, they, they split off from the Workers' World Party mm. like back in 2013 or something like that. Um, relatively new, but goddamn those dudes are high and also they have a history with like sex pests in their org. Um... Nice. <laughs> but I'm not getting into that. This is about the, the protest itself. Right. Yeah. Um, so there were many tents set up. There were tents um, for some socialist orgs that I will not name because I ain't doxing nobody. Um, there were medics set up. There were many, many, many groups that were trying to register people to vote, which, you know... Which, you know, whatever, you know, if you want to register to vote, if you want to vote in elections, that is your that's your choice. Um, I. I am not super. Involved in the voting thing, but there are things that I will vote for, like um, Denton is planning on decriminalizing weed uh, this November. I'll probably Ooh. be voting in that one. Um. But I did, well, did not get like a good vibe from all that. So at one point they ask the people in um, the people that were seeking shade from the Texas heat, the, the hateful sun that hangs over our state that wants to annihilate us all. Uh, they asked people to come in from the shade into the center. Uh, where there was no shade and to come there so they could get free t-shirts for the protest. Um, <laughs> which was very, mm, mm -mm. uh, there were many calls to, uh, get out the vote, uh, stuff I like that. <laughs> uh eventually my group just kind of sat down we thought that like this was going to be a lot more like you know 2020 uh the protests there but it was mostly 
liberal. It was very much in support of the Democratic Party. It was not really a protest as much as it was a music festival. Um, we, we stayed there for about an hour, hour and a half, um, until like it was more or less like we didn't really feel like it was going to go anywhere. We were just kind of watching people go by. There was one person that was commenting on some uh, local activists all dressed in black that were uh, carrying firearms. Uh, one of them said, oh, that's pretty scary. Uh, but like another person is like, oh, don't worry. They hired security, which I will be honest, like from what those activists uh seem to be representing they were not hired they were probably volunteers um maybe called in from the organizers but not hired definitely not which which does betray a sort of like mentality for liberals um so eventually my group just kind of left it, it uh eventually they did go on a march maybe i think there was like one disruptor but it was very liberal um and uh, from my talking with uh people who have been involved in reproductive rights protests before that is kind of what happens at reproductive rights protests they are generally very liberal because they um because they do involve like a lot of nonprofits who don't really want to get that political. They do have a lot of uh, middle class, um, mostly white women who are involved. And like, I'm not going to, I'm not here to like smack down anyone for wanting to get involved with protests. It's just like this sort of involvement in protest doesn't really seem that effective. It's the, the reason why Republicans are very comfortable in doing what they're doing is not because like they have the government necessarily. It's mostly because they kind of expect this sort of reaction. Liberals are not chomping at the bit to go, you know, to go like take over the, to do a January 6th. You know, the, the conservatives are, the conservatives are much more willing to do that, but I, I feel like this sort of protest is not that effective. It, there didn't really seem to be much of a political purpose behind it. Now, I want to contrast this with another political protest that happened in Denton at the City Hall. That was for the um, Denton abortion, um, putting it to lowest priority. That one did have a political purpose that did have like, we are here to do something. It had speakers that were like, you know, they had speakers that were of different ideologies, some liberal, some much more radical that were like, no, fuck this system. Uh, we want this passed because we want people protected. We want this passed now. We do not want to just wait for something to happen. There were Democratic politicians that were out there trying to, you know, seduce the vote from you. But there were also people that were like, no, I'm not just voting for Democrats. I want stuff passed. I feel like that is a much more 
effective protest because it is a lot more like focused this sort of going around oh i would also like to mention that this one in dallas was being led by cops cops Ugh. cops were leading it um through a pre-approved path i believe they got a permit for this entire thing oh, some no of the Lord. cops left while my group was leaving as well which <laughs> if the if the police are comfortable with your protest it kind of betrays how effective your protest really is it, it shows that your protest is acceptable to the system never um, organize with cops uh but i do want to end all this with yes i am a cis man i do realize that you know this isn't exactly a place where i should just be expressing my opinion without acknowledging my own privilege um but i am a communist and a communist must always criticize so <laughs> i want to end it with that um i do have a couple of questions that may help clarify a few things for our listeners um that i just kind of caught up while you were speaking um as far as the uh, the iconography goes um, at the protest, um, you mentioned that there were uh, some coat hanger symbols, um, and um, for <clears throat> for someone who may not be quite familiar with how that sort of iconography is kind of seen as problematic ish these days um would you be able to expand on that um so uh from talking with abortion um rights activists mm -hmm. the the coat hanger symbolism uh is it first of all it's very dated but it also stigmatizes people who don't want to go through like the you know the whole process of other types of abortions um usually uh, if you were not getting one of those like like Planned Parenthood kind of abortions, you you just get a pill for it. Uh, uh, the hanger, the the hanger thing kind of makes it seem like it makes it seem like it's this like horrendous, dirty thing that um it, it, it's the same kind of like criticism of like safe abortion. Uh, language it, it just kind of stigmatizes people who kind of go outside of that system uh people do not use hangers for abortions that much anymore um for the uh for the red paint thing usually uh, you, you find a lot of people that are doing the whole uh red paint on a hand and then putting that over their mouth uh the reason why you don't do that is because mm. that is a um that is a symbol from indigenous uh specifically about uh indigenous people who have gone missing specifically indigenous women um who that's are what i read not, too yeah mm -hmm. who are just like not look for uh, you, you notice that when uh, a white woman goes missing there's like this big national search and like everyone's like constantly reading up on it that happens a lot to indigenous women, and that is not covered 
at all Mm -hmm. in the media. Yeah, it's the the handprint over the mouth is the symbol of the MMIW missing and murdered indigenous women. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And finally, Handmaid's Tale. Now, I didn't see much Handmaid's Tale shit, but thank God. um, The Handmaid's Tale iconography. It it comes off as very privileged. Um, It's. it, It comes off as like. Um, middle class, uh, usually white women kind of coming out in this Handmaid's Tale shit as like, oh, this is happening now. This is all happening now. But no, this had been happening to black and indigenous women for much longer. Abortions had been almost entirely criminalized here in Texas, uh, if not for like three abortion clinics. And we are a state as large as many countries um this is not just something that's happening now it's just the final nail in the coffin um so the so this like portrayal as all of a sudden being victimized by this uh story that is mostly focusing on white women it just seems very tone deaf and people do not want handmaid's tale shit at protests. Also not to mention they in the, in the book, they shipped off all the people of color so they didn't have to deal with race in the story. Yeah. Um, I, uh, with all this handmaid's tale stuff, uh, as well, like online, I've seen a lot of criticism of it. Uh, like from that angle is that um the uh the novel really um is using the like stuff that historically did happen to um uh the black slaves here in america and indigenous people and all that and then applying it to white women to sort of like make it seem like a valid issue um or at least a bit more like, like present to the reader. Um, so I can see how that, uh, would be viewed as a little bit either tone deaf or problematic, um, in these protests. Um, and then I guess the last question that I think our listeners might have is, um, so if this Dallas protest, um, if we don't see it as a good example of an effective protest of a protest that really helps to shake things up and has a purpose, um, what would, uh, what would we say is an effective protest? Um, what can people do to make their, um, their protests that they organize, um, as effective as they can be, um, while also, of course, you know, staying safe and not, uh, breaking any laws. So, um, before we, before we get into protest etiquette, I I do want to say like, if it is, um, if it is, uh, 
an abortion rights protest, it, it should be, first of all, like people who are engaged with that leading it. Mm-hmm. it. It should not be people like me. It should not be like, um, it, it should be people that are the majority affected leading that because they have the most experience with it. They have the most, they know what they're doing. Right. Um, I I would also like to say, don't come there to cosplay. You're not, you're not there to, uh, it, it's not Halloween. Don't come in some, don't come in some fucking costume. Don't, don't, don't go as a Viking. Um, yeah, I don't know <laughs> oh where the God, fuck have you seen a, a, a person dressed up as a Viking at one of these protests? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, like, um, like a person on the left. Uh, well, okay. Well, d- d- define what you mean by left. Um, liberals, well, yes. <laughs> right. But, well, yeah. Like not like the like right wing like Viking aesthetic. Uh, in that sense. Um, it's, it's this what? whole th- it's this whole thing going around on social media right now of um. Uh, mostly, well, only white women going, we're descended from warriors and the witches they didn't burn. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so they're like, show up as a warrior and then they get the fucking racial, the, the, the cultural appropriation full, like, Viking shit on. Mm. Oh, dear. I feel like if you're coming out into a protest dressed as a Viking, whether you are, whether you whatever gender you are at least come with weapons <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you're coming as a viking I expect you to be as intimidating as a viking right yeah um, vikings never raided villages with uh with protest signs <laughs> poster board yeah no uh, yeah. if you're going to do that at least be cool <laughs> with it Viking with an AR. To be fair, to be fair, I did see one person dressed up as a Viking at one of these protests, and they did have a shield. And you know what? Good for them. They they at least were like, I'm at least going to play the part a little bit. Um, but moving on, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh, we did want to go through a little bit of protest etiquette. Um, this is not for you organizing protest because if you need protest etiquette lessons, you should not be leading a protest. Um, this is for you on how to act at a protest. This is just some stuff I, I, uh, make almost every Denton left member a go through. Um, we call it the protest etiquette. And we'll also talk a little bit about uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit about medical attention, but like not a lot because if again, if you need protest etiquette lessons, you probably should not be doing anything medical. Um, so if you are going to a protest, the phone should be left in a trusted spot, preferably off, uh, and in a car to reduce tracking. Um even if they're off, they will probably be tracking you through GPS. Even if they say they don't, they're probably tracking you through GPS. Then that little phone is a fucking listening device. Um, just leave it alone. 
you don't need it uh, unless like you really need to make sure someone is safe uh, unless it's like an emergency. Um, that said, we're also in Texas, so if it's inside your car, it's going to get really hot. So I suggest like covering it. Um, so it doesn't get a lot of the sun heat on it. Maybe crack a window. Um, let some of that hot air out. Uh, pay attention to who is leading chants. Um, for example, white people leading chants at a Black Lives Matter rally is a really bad look. Mm-hmm. Don't get involved in that. Um, there have been like at many uh, abortion rights protests, there are people that are like liberal white women, liberal cis white women who get on the, the loudspeaker and start leading people around, which, you know, I, res- I, I respect the energy, but also maybe this isn't for you. Or, well, maybe it is for you, but also like maybe don't be so quick to just kind of jump on that shit. The, the worst, um, the worst, real uh life example i've ever seen was uh or or at least i heard about those one um was at the george floyd protest back in 2020 there was a white woman who came in a uh i believe it was a truck or a car some shit like that um and they rolled down the windows and they were playing rap and hip-hop music um, a large crowd gathered around the car and started singing along. Most of this crowd was white. Oh, God. And when the song said the N-word... Oh, no. They loudly sang the N-word... Oh, no. ...at a Black Lives Matter rally. So, um, don't do that. Don't fucking do that. That's a horror story. What the fuck? Um, never fucking do that. Just don't be. Don't just don't fucking do it. All right. Yeah. So there are other people who also uh, should have a voice at these protests. And if you are white or cis, you should recognize that is essentially the point there. Yeah. Okay. Just like be it when you're at a protest, especially if it affects um, people that like make sure that the people um, are leading it. Do not do not just try and like get in there. Um, don't travel alone. Uh, just this is just a general thing. Travel in groups. Have a buddy. Always be with that buddy. Do not run off. I don't care how angry you get. Don't run off. You are like no amount of anger is worth you getting thrown in prison and having to pay off bail and getting stuck in a long court battle. You know, stick with your buddy. You can both be angry. Then there's a there's a thing there. But just don't run off just stick with your buddy uh wear masks so you aren't identified um just because you 
uh, are at like a liberal protest doesn't mean people aren't documenting you. There are right wing agitators who are always looking to get people's faces. Um, it they will just be kind of pretending to be taking pictures or some shit, but just cover your face, make sure no one sees it. And again, stick with your group. Uh, wear plain and comfortable clothes and running shoes. Uh, it's going to be hot out. You don't want to be dressed like you're going to a fucking ball. Uh, just jeans, t-shirt, maybe long sleeve t-shirt, preferably black. Um, running shoes because you're going to be walking around a lot and fucking... You don't want to be wearing your nice dress shoes for that. Uh, don't live stream or take pictures of yourself. Uh, don't talk about being there. I, I see a lot of people like have people take pictures of themselves while they're at a protest. If you are comfortable doing that, then this is. I don't think this is for you, to be honest. Um you should not take pictures of yourself at a protest. No one should know about it unless you have directly told them about it and preferably in person, not over like a phone or anything. Um, and even then I would still avoid talking about it. And I'll add to that. Um, don't RSVP to a protest like yes. on Facebook. Um, there was a page for that, for this last Dallas protest. Oh my Lord. And, um, yeah, just don't do that. Cause, um, I think every protest has a chance to get, um, out of control, whether that's from provocateurs or the protest goers, uh, just really getting heated up. Maybe, uh, the cops are like really provoking people. And, um, if that happens, if, shit does pop off then you've got a record saying i was here at this protest even if you didn't take any pictures um and uh yeah so don't do that that's just not a good idea <laughs> you don't need to rsvp to a protest you'll show up and it'll be fine just yeah um yeah don't don't do that don't 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 fucking out yourself um Let's see. Bring water. You will be tired. You will be thirsty. Bring water. Uh, if you don't, then you risk heat exhaustion. Uh, and no, that's not good. That's not good. You passing out at a protest is not good. Uh, just bring water. Bring a water bottle. Uh, bring a cooler of water and just drop it off somewhere. Uh, just bring just get like a package of water bottles and just leave it somewhere. People will appreciate it. Um. One thing I want to be very, very adamant on is that you don't do anything you're not comfortable doing. Mm -hmm. If someone's pushing you to do something, you don't need to do it. You are a individual. You have your own. Like, I know that's weird coming from a communist, but you are an individual. You have your own choices. <laughs> uh, you you should not be pressured into doing something that you do not feel like is something you should do. That is up to your morality. That is um, your choice. 
if you just want to stand around and wave the sign, that's good. That's cool. That's all right. Um, mind your own business, though. Don't be don't be a cop. Uh, cops don't need help. You don't need to like drag a person who's doing something. If you see someone doing something, mind your own fucking business. All right, you didn't see it. You were not a Karen. Say that to yourself if you're seeing it. You unless it's um, unless it's a right wing agitator doing something. No, no, we don't dip the cops for anything. No, not the cops. No, you tell your friends. Okay, tell your friends. Sure. But also what we're talking about is don't be a cop in general. Don't be a cop. Don't be a cop. Um, Tear gas. If for some reason tear gas is deployed against you, uh, whether that's right wingers who have done it or even the police. Um, the way to get it out is not milk. Do not be carrying around a jug of yeah. milk in the Texas heat. That is weird. <laughs> Just use water. It is much easier, cheaper, safer. Milk does have a very slight chance of infection in your eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, just use water. Um, a- anyone have any questions on that? I'm why so used I, to saying that. <laughs> why, why can't I have a jug of milk in the Texas heat? Because it's just gross. Um, because at, warm. At the end of the day, you'll have a solid jug of milk. Okay, um, maybe I like that. I like yogurt. <laughs> that's okay. If you want to carry around a jug of milk so you can make yogurt in the most weird way possible, oh, you God. know what? Good for you. Okay. Um, moving on. Yeah. Medical <laughs> attention. Uh, you should not be providing medical attention. Officially trained. Uh, that is like <laughs> that is a specific thing that if you are not like trained for this type of shit, then you may end up just kind of hurting the situation. Um, now, that doesn't mean don't help a person like if they fall down, that doesn't. Like that doesn't mean like don't clear out the space or anything like that. Like, right. It it just means like don't start doing CPR from what you've seen on like SpongeBob or some shit. Just <laughs> don't just start trying to I don't know fucking do a Liu Kang on their chest of just like going yeah da 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 da. No, don't do that. Um, if you aren't trained in CPR, you are not covered by Good Samaritan laws. And, at least not here in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, but if so, if you call nine one one and they guide you, um, then you are covered that way because as an expert helping you, um, you cannot orally administer medication. Um, they can take the medication from you. Uh, uh, they can take the medication, but it can't be from your hand. You can't just shove pills into a person. Mm-hmm. Um. That is, that is a very legal thing. Uh, also wear gloves. Just in general, you're going to be out there. You're going to be sweating. You're gonna, your hands are going to be dirty. Wear gloves. And of course, I cannot stress this enough. Bring fucking water. Always bring water. Um, if you feel like you have enough water, no, you don't bring more. 
Uh, and this is for security culture. Um, in case, does anyone have any questions about medical stuff? This is all very cursory, by the way. Anyone? Uh, no. Um, oh. I'm good, yeah. All right. Um, but for security culture, preferably do not use your real name, like ever. Don't, if someone asks you what your name is, your, your name is fucking Thor Odinson or some shit like that. <laughs> I, if you want to commit to the Viking thing. Oh God, um, no. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, this is how we reclaim. This is how we reclaim. No, we're not we're reclaiming. Here. We're not reclaiming the, the culturally appropriated Vikings, my guy. Uh, it, um, come up with a fun name, you know, um, fun fact, Lenin's name, uh, the word, the, the name Lenin is possibly related to a river in Russia, but we're not very sure. Trotsky also not, um, not Trotsky's real name. Um, that was actually taken from a guard in prison that he um that he talked to and stalin of course is not stalin's real name either it means man of steel <laughs> using metal as fuck. it is metal as fuck um but yeah those are some historical examples uh just a nom de plume nom de guerre a pseudonym whatever you want to call it maybe that's a good idea just kind of have on yeah, and I mean it's just it's just fun to have a stage name too. So like just your Madonna. Your, yeah, Madonna <laughs> or like your favorite fruit. So yeah, just call me Maybe Nectarine. Bro, <laughs> call me Mango. Mango. Um, mango babe. Let's do it. We're the fruity left. <laughs> I, I think most of the left is fruity. I'm not even gonna lie. Um also, don't reveal too much about yourself. Uh, like, if you're revealing anything, make sure you're not revealing all the shit at once, especially not in a public area. Uh, just be very controlled in what you're talking about. Um, and obviously, don't ever publicly advocate for illegal things. That is a very stupid thing to do, um, even <laughs> by joking, because court rooms do not care if you're joking yeah um they're like i have watched uh court videos of like um like the prosecutor or whoever uh reading out uh uh the things that um the defendant has like posted to facebook or twitter or something and it's um it's kind of like embarrassing as well just like having like a tweet read out loud in a legal setting. It's just not a good look. So always be cognizant of that. Also, the phrase in Minecraft or in Roblox is not a legal defense. Yeah, oh yeah, it's God. not. Yeah, it's not going to be legally exonerating, unfortunately. The, yeah. In Minecraft was in an actual it was it's, it is the it is listed in an actual yeah, yeah. court case from from the uh, I think it was a court case for one of the Proud Boys from January 6th. Oh yeah, would not would not surprise me. Um, <laughs> yeah, the FBI does not recognize Minecraft jurisdiction. So, 
<laughs> Excuse me, uh, Your Honor. These were committed in the land of Minecraft, and frankly, the U.S. government has no uh, jurisdiction over there because it is international cyberspace. Yes, uh, <laughs> Your Honor. When my client, when my client said that he would be going creative mode on the White House, he clearly <laughs> just meant in Minecraft. <laughs> Oh God, I've killed Chris. Uh, all right. <laughs> Your Honor, the server rules did not state that griefing was a bannable offense. Yes. Your Honor, when I said that I was going to give you oof, oof, oof. Oh, no. <laughs> oh God. I, that, that was actually um, not about violence at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. But anyway, uh, yeah, that is just some like protest etiquette and advice. Um, take it or leave it, uh, just as you can take my earlier comments on the Dallas protest. Um, I, I, of course, I wouldn't say these things if I didn't think I was right. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. So if uh, you, listener, are planning on going out into a protest, just keep those things in mind. Um, always go with a buddy. Be safe. Stay hydrated. Um, yeah. But uh, I think we can go into some plugs now. Yeah, what do we got going on? Okay, so there is... Um, there is uh, a person in uh, Denton County Jail right now. Um, there is a um, action being planned for it um, to help. Since Denton County and the, the cops seem to be just randomly killing people, uh, there is this action plan for Greg Corley, who is... Um, currently in prison and is not getting the medical attention that he needs. Um, there is going to be a protest at the Denton County Jail Wednesday uh, the 13th at 6 p.m., uh, which is 127 North Woodrow Lane, uh, number 300, Denton, Texas, 76205. Um, yeah, uh... Mr. Corley is not doing well. Uh, he entered, uh, or rather was taken to the county jail already in need of medical attention, and he's just been ignored by the people there. Um, uh, the, uh, the Denton Bail Fund on Twitter said that um, as of uh, last Wednesday, as of that uh, would have been the 6th, um, Greg's father says that... Uh, uh, Greg's arm has just gotten more swollen and is now a darker shade of purple. Uh, no medical care has been given except blood thinners. Um, obviously, uh, this means that his arm um, is in danger of like uh, necrosis, uh, gangrene, like all that really horrible, shitty stuff. Um, and because cops are cops, uh, they don't give a shit. So, um, yeah, this will be an important thing happening this week. Yeah. Uh, turnout for Greg. Um, 
he he really needs that kind of support. Um, it will be hosted by Denton Bail Fund, and you know, abolish all prisons. We are going to be having a free store, uh, July sixteenth at four p.m. Um, the uh, it will be on the square. It'll be from four to six. Um, following that, there will be a uh, there will be a um, an action, not really an action, a meeting for the uh, residents of Providence Village um, by the DPA. Um, that is going to be store sort of the basis for organizing there. Um, it's going to start um really getting these people together finding out what they feel that they need from the local organizations and then the local organizations kind of providing it for them um there will be the anti-capitalist book club which will be july 20th at 7 p.m that's going to be online open to the public i'll be covering um mal's on practice i i think there was an error um about last time we did this where i said july 13th but yeah that'll be july 20th um and yeah that's pretty much all the public facing things that we have right now cool um i just wanted to add as well that uh just a little bit of fun leftist history uh 90 years ago today um June or July 10th, uh, the anti-fascist action was launched by the Communist Party of Germany. Um, this is where they uh, uh, they adopted their famous uh, two flag logo, all those aesthetics um, in uh, reaction to the rise of the Third Reich in Germany. So. Uh, just celebrate your Antifa history today. All right. The Good Antifa shit. liberal commie anarchist history. Yes. Yes. They, they walked so that we could run into fully automated gay space communism. So <laughs> we thank them for, for paving the way. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah. I think that'll be it for today. All right. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. It's going to be another triple-digit week. Um, yeah. See you all next time. All right. Later. Stay safe. Don't dress up like a Viking. Bye.